you also need to know that the recipient of the criticism can very likely react to that form of reactivity by maybe saying something hurtful to you to defend themselves. This is a very clear example where you get to see how reactivity generates wars in our families. I don't like to argue, so I say nothing and fume for days. How do I set boundaries without sounding like a jerk? I hate the idea that I might accidentally offend somebody, so sometimes I'd just rather say nothing at all. Welcome to the Language Alchemy Podcast, and thank you for joining me today. This is your host, Alejandra Siroca, a transformative communication teacher and coach devoted to helping you have more peace and more harmony in all your relationships. As I mentioned in the previous episode, you and I are needed as peacemakers at this moment. Today, I want to offer you another tool to help you either become or strengthen your role as a peacemaker. In this episode, I like to teach you about peaceful resistance in our communication. During this time of war, you are probably very aware of our human connection, our interconnectedness, and you're noticing how much sadness, pain, and tension there is in the air. Personally, my connection to the war is that my beloved, my husband Matthew, has ancestors who migrated from the Ukraine region to the United States a couple of generations ago. And in talking to several friends, I've discovered that many of them also have ancestral roots there, and so they're feeling the impact of the war at a very visceral level. But even if you don't have any ancestral connections to Ukraine or their culture, you know that all the sanctions imposed on Russia because of the war affect all of us. And even if you, like me, drive an electric car, the increase in the price of gas has already impacted prices on goods you and I consume on a daily basis. The truth is that whether we realize it or not, whether we are always aware of this or not, we are intrinsically connected. And I'm not just talking about the spiritual sense of connection, although most likely if you do have a spiritual practice, you have experienced our interconnectedness. But also system theory scholars, economists, scientists, they have given us plenty of proof about our connectivity. We've also lived this during these past two years with the coronavirus that started in one area of the world and it had an influence on every one of us. Now, when we are conscious of our human connection and we realize that some of us in our human family suffer, we are all affected by that pain. So this means that what you do and how you do it has an impact on other members of our human family. And something very important you can do right now during this time of war is to increase peace and decrease conflicts and wars in your own life. As we dive into the topic of today's episode, Peaceful Resistance, 
I want to clarify that when I mention peaceful resistance, I'm not talking here about mass civil disobedience. I'm talking about resisting the communication patterns that add more combative energy with ourselves and others than we already have. One way in which we add combative energy occurs when we react. So the kind of peaceful resistance that I'm suggesting here is to help you resist your reactivity so that you can understand the psycholinguistic impact of indulging in your reactivity and you choose something else. So let's talk about reactivity. Let's say that you are having a conversation with someone and that person does or says something you don't like. In a split of a second, you get triggered. And as soon as you get triggered, you tend to react. That is to say that you do the same thing you did before when you got triggered like that. So maybe you react by criticizing the other, by making them wrong, or maybe you react by shutting down and saying nothing out loud but imploding inside. Or maybe you react by trying to run away from the conversation and saying something like, I don't want to talk about it. By the way, I made a whole podcast episode called I Don't Want to Talk About It. It's episode 11, and I'll add the links in the show notes. I teach a lot about all the ways in which we get reactive in our communication. I've been mapping this out and talking about it for decades. And when people learn this, when they are able to understand the reactive patterns and then redirect the energy of the reactivity, their communication transforms. I actually put together a free guide with five steps to redirect your reactivity that come with a video and a couple of other tools to keep you accountable. You can download this free guide at languagealchemy.com forward slash five steps. You can check the show notes and you'll find the link there. It is so powerful when you are able to redirect the momentum of your reactivity. But in order to redirect that energy, you need to first learn to resist your reactivity. And this is the kind of peaceful resistance I'd love for you to learn today. Whenever we get reactive and indulge in our own form of reactivity, it's not just others who are affected. We are too. And when you see this, you become more aware of our interconnectedness and more inspired to choose something else. Let me give you some examples. If you're someone who gets reactive by criticizing others, that person who receives the criticism will not feel safe to connect with you at a deep level. I'm sure you've heard someone say something like, why would I share this with others and expose myself to criticism? Maybe you've said that yourself. Unfortunately, I hear this a lot from my coaching clients when they talk about the dynamic with their parents. So if you are a parent, whether your kids are young or you have adult children, know that if you criticize them when they share something with you, that reactive habit of yours is creating a chasm between you and your kids. 
And if you're wondering how you could have true connection with them, then you need to learn to resist your reactive habit of criticism. And of course, you also need to know that the recipient of the criticism can very likely react to that form of reactivity by maybe saying something hurtful to you to defend themselves. This is a very clear example where you get to see how reactivity generates wars in our families. Now, let's say that your type of reactivity is not as aggressive as criticism. Let's say that when you get reactive, you go into lockdown mode. You may stay there, but no words come out of your mouth. In this case, you may say, Alejandra, is that a form of peaceful reactivity? Well, it isn't. Because when you shut down, the other's frustration increases. I learned from one of my teachers, Carl Buscheid, that frustration is a combination of anger plus helplessness. So the more you shut down, the more angry and helpless the other person might feel. And that means that the whole thing may escalate, that they may communicate more angrily with you in an attempt to get some kind of response from you. They may get louder, repetitive, or agitated. So no, shutting down is not a peaceful form of reactivity. And if your form of reactivity is to evade the conversation, that way of reactive doesn't give you or the other peace either. Because every time you run away from the conversation, you communicate to the other that they don't matter, that you are not interested in them, or that you don't believe that you both have the capacity to connect at a deep level, the kind of level in which you can solve things. And that kind of message, that kind of communication is very discouraging and many times very damaging for the other person, for you, and for the relationship. I worked with a couple in which one of them had that precise reactive pattern. Even though during our sessions, my client said that he wanted to have long-lasting peace, he admitted that he didn't want to choose that in the moment because he wanted to choose a temporary kind of peace. But this happened every time his partner needed to have a healthy conversation about a difficult topic. His partner kept trying and trying. She would try to initiate these intimate interactions. But in the end, as he shared with me, he chose his reactivity over his capacity to resist it. And the outcome was that they separated. And it was very painful for both of them. And this is what happens when we don't resist our reactivity. We enter into a battlefield. We bomb our bond of connection. We destroy our relationships. So if you want to go into peaceful resistance and contribute to much needed peace in this world, then you need to learn to resist your reactivity. There are several ways in which I teach my communication students and coaching clients to resist the reactivity. Right now, I'm going to teach you three ways. And whether you've studied with me, worked with me, or haven't, 
This can be very useful for you. So you may want to grab some writing utensils and take some notes. So here are three things you can do to learn to resist your reactivity. Number one, get to know what you tend to do when someone does or says something that you don't like. What happens for you? Do you get righteous? Do you become passive aggressive? Do you try to change the topic? So get to know that. Get to know what you tend to do when someone does or says something that you don't like. Number two, become familiar with the kind of stories you are creating about the other. Usually, it's a story in which you are assuming the other has some kind of bad intention. Are you thinking that the other is manipulating you? Are you having a story about how the other is disrespecting you or punishing you in some way? So once again, become familiar with that kind of story you are creating about the other in which you are assuming that the other has some kind of bad intention. And number three, find out how much your reactivity costs you. Be willing to understand the kind of pain your reactivity generates for you and for the other person. Then you can ask yourself if this price is worth paying. So once again, number three, find out how much your reactivity costs you. So now you know that when we are at war with our loved ones, or even if they're not our loved ones, but when we are at war with other members of our human family, that war impacts us all. So it's time to do something different. And something different that you can do is to follow John Lennon's words and truly give peace a chance. And you can do this when you learn to resist your reactivity in your communication. And it may take some time though. I want to be completely honest with you. This is not something that will change overnight because you were able to do it once, no. So I am going to give you a bit of homework. If you have someone in your life that's truly precious to you, share this podcast with them and talk about your reactive patterns and how you can help each other resist your reactivity. And then download the guide with the five steps to redirect your reactivity. The more you know about your reactive patterns, the more you will feel inspired to resist them. So do that piece of homework And then let me know how it goes. You know I love hearing from you. When you learn to resist your reactivity, you get to experience meaningful relationships with others. You get to experience true connection. I have a free online workshop coming out in which I am going to be talking more about this and you are invited. The workshop is called Three Communication Secrets to Creating and Maintaining True Connection. And you can sign up at languagealchemy.com forward slash workshop. Again, it's a free online workshop and I'm going to be there live with you. It's going to be very interactive. I'll add the links in the show notes, but if you want to check it right now, it's languagealchemy.com forward slash workshop. Okay, let's recap. 
In this episode, we talked about how to resist your reactivity, to give peace in your life and in the world a chance. I also shared with you what happens when we indulge in our reactive communication patterns and gave you three ways to resist them. Thank you so much for listening. And a special thanks to my client, Susan, for working on resisting her reactivity. May you take the steps to resist yours. So do your homework, let me know how it goes, and sign up for the free online workshop. Next week, I have a great treat for you as I'm interviewing someone very, very special. I won't say more for now. I'll keep it as a surprise. So just check out the podcast next week. You can subscribe wherever you're listening to right now. Until next week, and as we say in Argentina, ciao, ciao. Original music by Gary Lapoe. You can find all links in the show notes at languagealchemy.com.